Welcome to the five. Fantasy five. Bob them. Bob them. Bob them. It's the five. Fantasy five. Five. Fantasy five. 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 Ready. Set. Go. Fantasy freaks and geeks, what's up? James Coe here with you. We welcome you into the Fantasy Five, all the fantasy advice you need in just about five minutes. This show brought to you by MonkeyKnifeFight.com. I would love it if you tried out MonkeyKnifeFight.com because, man, they're giving you free money. Five bucks just for signing up, plus you would help out this show. You would help out myself very much if you use the promo code CO have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks okay it's a fun game i've explained it many times it's very simple to play i mean it's just stuff like hey how many points is anthony davis gonna score how many rebounds is anthony davis gonna collect it's super simple stuff like that they've got uh, baseball prop bets all over the place as well so uh find that game monkeyknifefi.com sign up today state and age restrictions apply seaside for full terms and restrictions all right let's go uh just a few quick notes here on the third Thursday night game. First off, wow. Did Clyde Edwards O'Leary look fan freaking tastic or what, man? Look, if you took him with the top six or seven picks, you are absolutely loving life right now. But you know what? You know what? David Johnson on the other sideline, he looked really strong as well. Look, I'm recording this Thursday night, so I, I don't know the severity of the injury that knocked out Duke Johnson out of that game. But man, David Johnson in an extremely negative game script, got you 77 yards on the ground on 11 carries. Do the math. It's pretty simple. No joke. Seven yards a carry for David Johnson. He also saw four targets in the passing game, three receptions, another 32 yards through the air. Great game. 109 yards, a touchdown, and three receptions. You can do you know your own calculations there, but... You might have missed that performance watching the Texans blow tuna chunks all over themselves. But man, DJ was really, really good. And those of you wanting a Mecole Hardman breakout campaign, well, all right, you may have to wait a bit here. He played on just 28% of the team's offensive snaps. By comparison, Demarcus Robinson played 49% of the team's offensive snaps. Plus, Hardman played 10 snaps on special teams as well. You might think, well, that's not a big deal, but... You know, when I see a guy playing special teams, not really a great sign that he's going to be widely used uh, as a weapon on the starting offense. Things can obviously change. They obviously can change. But so long as the Chiefs are winning, what's the motivation for Andy Reid to change course here? So we shall see. All right, that was Thursday, but let's get into the meat of the slate here. And in particular, look, I got five minutes. I want to really focus in on one or two games, okay? And the more I hear about the Panthers and their new coaching staff, the more I start liking not only their own players, but I start really liking the teams they're going to be going up against as well. Matt Rule is their head coach this year, coming over from Baylor, right? He has a lot of spread concepts, but he was a lot like Chip Kelly in that he would run a lot from spread. But what gets me excited is that not only... You know, does he like to play fast like Chip Kelly as well? But he brings on a 30-year-old whiz kid in Joe Brady, who was the offensive coordinator at LSU last year. All reports seem to indicate both Joe Brady and Matt Rule, man, they want to play fast this year. They want to play fast as hell. And you know what? When you're when you're thinking about volume, total number of plays being called every single game, that should get you excited. But look, that's all well and good. But Carolina's defense and especially their secondary, my God, 
it could be disastrously bad for Carolina this year. Look, they lost star cornerback James Bradbury in free agency. Linebacker Luke Keekley retired. Starting defensive lineman Gerald McCoy and Mario Addison walked in free agency. Now, they added a little bit in, in through the draft, but not a ton. Free agent signing Eli Apple, uh, a cornerback there. Uh, they just placed him on injured reserve. He's going to be out a minimum of three weeks. So their secondary right now is an absolute dumpster fire and yet they take on the Raiders here in week number one and if the Panthers are going to try to play with pace and it sounds like they will but they're also going to be horrendous in the secondary my god from a fantasy perspective fire up your Raiders man Henry Ruggs looking like a very good flex play Brian Edwards on the outside a hell of an upside sleeper pick in deeper leagues or in tournament DFS and then I think about Darren Waller I mean, he's in line to have a great game as well. And if we like all these pass catchers, guess what? How about Derek Carr as a bargain basement quarterback play for those of you in daily leagues or in deeper two quarterback formats, man. The Panthers gave up the most fantasy points to the quarterback position last year, and I think they got worse defensively. So you do the math. Oh, by the way, for my fellow degenerates out there, the over-under on this game set at 47.5 with an expected score of 25 to 22 or something in that ballpark, right? And let me tell you, man, I am hammering the crap out of the over on that one because not only are the Panthers bad defensively, I think the Raiders could be pretty terrible in their secondary as well. Oakland last year gave up the ninth most points in the NFL. I would hammer the over on 47 and a half. Finally, I know we've talked him up previously, but man, give me Carlos Hyde in a deep sleeper format this week against the Falcons. Given the way Seattle has used their backs in the past, I would anticipate Hyde seeing about 40% of the snaps in this ball game. And again, a terrific scheme fit for what Seattle wants to get done. I've cited this before, but per Sports Info Solutions, Seattle was tied for the fourth most rush attempts between the tackles. That is exactly where Carlos Hyde made his money last year, man. He racked up nearly 600 yards on inside runs last year. That was the most in the NFL, more than CMC between the tackles, more than Saquon Barkley between the tackles. Carlos Hyde between the tackles was absolutely money, and I think that's where he's going to get it done again in week number one. But he's a deep sleeper play. Hey, listen, that's it for me. But I will be posting some prop bets I like throughout Friday and Saturday. Follow me on Twitter to see those at James D. Cohen. If you follow me on Instagram as well, would be much appreciated. At James D. Cohen. We'll see you.